Shumrabyug. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Collecting Issues, the bi-weekly comic book book club, where this week we'll be taking a look at Next Wave, Agents of Hate, Volume 1, This Is What They Want, Collecting Issues 1 to 6 of the 2006 Marvel Comics series by Warren Ellis and Stuart Imminen. Imminen. Benjamin. Yeah. Thank you for that lovely introduction to Collecting Issues, the bi-weekly comic book book club. You're welcome, This week, we're taking a look at a comic book for one reason and one reason alone, Benjamin. And that is a little quotation, a quotación, as you say in Spanish. And that is a quotación by your favourite author and mine, Brian K. Vaughan of the Runaways fame. Oh, yeah. And Benjamin, on the back cover of the ultimate collection of Next Wave Agents of Hate by um, Warren Ellis and Roger Immelman. Um, yes, that's incorrect. There's a little incorrect, quota- quotation yes. from Brian K. Vaughan. And it says, One of the few mainstream comic books people are still going to be talking about 15 years from now. And I'll tell you what, Ben... They weren't. It's 2022 now. It's exactly 15 years after 2007 and nobody's talking about this. So you were completely wrong, Brian K. Vaughan. And also Runaways was shit. It's it's very interesting because this to me, this to me is a, a serious kind of layup to Runaways. I feel like Brian K. Vaughan heavily, heavily drew from this for the Runaways. When was Runaways, Ben? I, I think it was around the same time, but I'm still saying he lifted some of it. Are you sure? I would have said Runaways was earlier. I'm not going to stake you, a bet on that. Benjamin, you hang on there now. Hang on. You spin your wheels. I'm not going to risk my reputation on it, Benjamin. I tell you what this is, though, Benjamin. Go on. This is a comic book from Marvel that made us all question when it came out, Ben. The big question that this brought to our minds was, here comes the answer to Ben's question. Mm-hmm. I don't have it yet. No, don't I don't have, have it okay, yet. I'll keep spinning my wheels. Benjamin, this made us all ask the big question. Oh, I lost what even is mainstream Marvel canon anyway? It's fucking nothing, apparently. <laughs> Benjamin, for the longest of times, Marvel said, yeah, nah, mate, uh, they're Australian Marvel. The, this is Marvel's Australian division. No, mate. They no. said, yeah, nah, yeah, no, that's not in canon. It, this it, is all no. happening in a separate universe. But Did they later. Do that? They did. They said, we're not having any of that. That is clearly not happening in our universe. That's balls. That's a lot of balls. And then later they kind of stepped back in that and said, no, no, maybe it did happen. Or maybe, just maybe, everyone was on loads of drugs. So are you saying, Michael, that in a quasi-reality somewhere, Captain America did in fact tell Monica Rambo to get back in the kitchen and make him a sandwich? Yes. (laughs) I suppose that's why. That's one of the reasons. (laughs) Characters acting grossly out of character is one of the reasons that it's, it's not... Air quotes, Benjamin, in canon. It, yeah, no, I mean, there's a few reasons. Fink Fang Foom is apparently a, a lizard, a lizard baby who was too close to a nuclear reactor as opposed to an ancient alien deity. Yeah, Captain America's a real prick. Captain America's a right eld prick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this other fella, the captain is the, the character of the captain is ridiculously overpowered. Michael, go on. He seems to be an incredibly powerful character just sitting in the background of Marvel Comics. How have we never heard... Ah, no, he's not, Ben. He's got the standard superhero package. He's doing a big punch and a big fly. Michael, he took on Fing Fang Foom and tore his skin from bone when Monica Rambeau's lasers couldn't put a scratch on him. He's very strong. He's a big strong he's fella. Very, that's very strong, Michael. That's insanely strong. He's a big strong fella, Ben. He's got a little star on his t-shirt. He's got a little star on his t-shirt because he has a green lantern upside down origin. Yeah, he's uh, drunk. Benjamin, 
Yeah. When did the Runaways come out? 2004, I was wrong. Oh, yeah, it was before this, Ben. Benjamin. Yeah. Who's doing this? Who's doing this thing? This is Warren Ellis, Michael. And in case you didn't spot it, Michael, it's an edgy team of people that don't play by the regular rules of whatever universe they're in. They've got a weird spaceship that's outside the regular rules of reality. And quite frankly, Michael, they're all a bit potty-mouthed. Benjamin, I was doing a little bit of uh, sarcastic irony there. Of course it's Warren Ellis. It could be no one else but Warren Ellis. It, it is Warren Ellis's favourite stratagem. It's his, it is his story layout. It is get a team together. They're all a bit edgy. They're all a bit overpowered on their own. Then they put them all together. And oh, what, what happens when a superhero team doesn't necessarily do well? Get a bunch of characters who are less loved and less utilised and team them up. And stick them on in there, Michael. And team them up and their enemy's going to be a shady government um, super agency. Yeah. Um, Dirk Anger, Ben. Dirk Anger is a joy. Although he is a joy, Benjamin. One of your favourite characters of all time, mostly for his attitude towards women. But um, although he's obviously... (laughs) Little eye roll there, Ben. The people on the internet can't see the little eye roll. It's comedy gold, but they can't see it. You have to somehow verbalise a little eye roll when I call you. I'll, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just go with roll. Roll from now on. Rolled my eyes. I've rolled my eyes. Although he's a very obvious pastiche of um, of one Nicholas Fury. One Nicholas Fury. What? Who he really is, and this goes into my next point, Benjamin. He's really a pastiche of Henry Bendix. Who's Henry Bendix? The weatherman, Ben. The weatherman of. Stormwatch and Wildstorm and the Authority fame. Ah. He's a secret lunatic misogynist who hates superheroes and hates the world and is paranoid and mad and leads a secret government organisation. And, I mean, Henry Bendix might have been a bit of a pastiche of, um, of Nicholas Fury in any ways. Yes. But this entire thing is Warren Ellis going... So far up his own butthole, Benjamin, yeah. that he comes back out his mouth and then starts circling back down towards his own butthole. Again. Like some sort of gross, spirally butthole snake. He's a really, really twisted Ouroboros. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. An Ouroboros with two buttholes. A big old, a big old pontificate Yorgamund with notions. Exactly, Benjamin. Out of those one... If there's one thing that people who don't like Warren Ellis won't like, it's Warren Ellis finding Warren Ellis funny. So this is very interesting to me, Michael, because this entire comic was much more palatable to me than some Warren Ellis things. Get out of here. Yeah. Benjamin, <laughs> yeah. do go on. So the reason I say that, Michael, is it, it's just a bit fucking silly. It's very silly. It's very silly. It's a bit like Monty Python does superheroes. Go on. And I think it works because one of the things that often chaps my buns, Michael. Yeah, yeah. When I'm reading a Warren Ellis is the fact that he gives his edgelord characters a very distinct lack of self-awareness. Right. And they become very edgy. But there's there's nothing to take them down a peg or two. They simply walk into a room and say, I'm a big badass. And nothing in the story really contravenes that. No, contravenes isn't the right word. Contradicts that. That's yes, the yes, yes, for. yes, yes. You were thinking uh, of the Geneva Convention. I was, the El Geneva Convention, which Warren Ellis did not attend. No, or contravene. Or contravene. But anyway. Yes, go on. I think 
that very often, especially when we look at The Authority or when we look at some of his other work in that genre, Stormwatch, etc. Yes, yes. What we get are very serious characters being very serious and very overpowered. And yes, he likes a witty dialogue to be like, oh, look at my de- my semigods. They're mm. semigods, also known as demigods. They're so human and relatable. Look at their quippy little lines. In this, they are genuinely undermined by the meta-ness of the narrative. Like, Monica Rambeau is... <laughs> There's one panel where Monica Rambeau is referencing her time in the Avengers yet again. Yes. And the fourth wall contradicts her completely by saying, Monica Rambeau lies a lot. Yes, very good. <laughs> because she keeps going on about, this would never have, we've never gone up against something this strange in, in the Avengers. And then it says, oh my God, it's the gamma radiated bullmen from Klepton 8. And Captain mm. America's like, shield your eyes, they're naked. Go back to the kitchen and make Go me my dinner. Kitchen and make me a sandwich, Monica. I don't know if Captain America is that much of a misogynist usually, Ben, but he obviously was that day. He obviously is in this case. Uh, he must he have took been the 40s seriously. Must have, must have been very hungry for sandwiches. Benjamin. Yeah. I found it all a bit much, to be honest. I have to say, Benjamin, as you know, as you know, in my younger, edgier days, a yes. great Warren Ellis fan was I, Benjamin. You were. the corner of my eye here, I'm I'm looking at the Ultimate Authority collection. I've got the whole Stormwatch collection on this other shelf here. I've got yeah. a lot of Ellis, Ben. Yeah. What else was he doing? He did Transmetropolitan. Transmetropolitan. I can't find those. They're probably here somewhere. That's he, Spider Jerusalem himself texting me, Ben. That's it's him saying, oh, it's, it's over behind your authority, definitive authority collection there, Michael. Exactly, Benjamin. And I tell you what, I was a big Warren Ellis fan. And I, because I was a big Warren Ellis fan, Benjamin... I couldn't wait for this when it came out. I jumped on it and I went, this is great, isn't it? It's like yeah. Warren Ellis doing Warren Ellis. And it is. It, it, it's funny. In licking his own butthole, Michael, yeah. he may have actually salvaged something palatable from his his own back cannon. He's salvaged something ca- palatable from his own butthole is what you're saying. Yes, I said back cannon. I was very clear. <laughs> yeah, okay. Very good. <laughs> but it, it in its silliness... I think it's actually bearable. I enjoy the collection of heroes he's been allowed to play with. I have to say, Benjamin, I do like the collection of heroes that he's been allowed to play with in this. Yeah, I, I've never heard of Captain... I assume it's Seaward, but I... Well, apparently it's it's several. It, oh, okay. He's been Captain Fuck. He's okay. been Captain, you know, whatever else you might C-word. think of. Yeah, yeah. He's been Captain many different things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, as far so, as I'm aware, Ben, he he's a creation for this comic. Is he? Yes. It's a shame we never saw him again because well, he's he's ideal. I believe we did see him again. Oh, right. I think he's made cameos. Oh, has he? He's made cameos. He's definitely been in Marvel Zombies, and I think he's made a cameo or two in mainstream Marvel as well. Oh, that's good. I like that. I would like a Captain. I would like a Captain Cunt uh, telly show. Oh, oh, you've said it. Okay. <laughs> I have, yeah. I've, oh, very I felt good. Like we were, I felt like we were pussyfooting around the subject, and there was no need. Oh, very good. Go on. I would like a Marvel TV show version of the Captain. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen, Benjamin, because they're very, they very much love pussyfooting. They do. They love a pussyfoot. Next year on Marvel Plus, we're going to see the new series Pussyfoot. And I doubt Monica Rambeau will be quite so insufferable. <laughs> No. In Hello. Her own. You Maybe. Know, she might. I tell you what, Benjamin. Yeah. I like Aaron Stack because he's not having any time for humans. He has no time for the fleshy ones. No, no time no for, time for the fleshy ones at all. No. Benjamin. Yeah. 
You were always telling me that Elsa Bloodstone was your favourite character. Uh, Elsa Bloodstone, I won't lie, Michael, Elsa Bloodstone ticked a few boxes for me. I bet you she did, Benjamin. I bet you she made you feel funny things in your uh, heart. Yeah, she did. It's funny, I have just started reading um, Stephen Strange Damnation, Michael. Go on. Uh, from 2018 because I was I was I, I still haven't seen Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness but I'd like to okay and I, I was doing a little Doctor Strange back reading and in this series Damnation Doctor Strange gets sent to hell by one Mephisto yeah I've heard of him you'll remember him from WandaVision yeah 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 he puts and the fist back into Mephisto yeah exactly he does it to himself he's a Mephisto <laughs> um, whereas Warren Ellis is a Melico um, oh. and that's yeah I mean look you're going to have to deal with these jokes Michael they're coming that's at you fast that's where we're going on this week's episode, isn't it? That's where we're going on this week's episode. It's fucking... I, I'm, I'm off my meds, Michael. He's off, and it's, he's off his meds, everybody. <laughs> it's just time. He's like a young Warren Ellis. But in that, uh, Elsa Bloodstone actually makes an appearance. Uh, she is part of the Sons of Midnight. Yes. Which is kind of Marvel's supernatural Avengers, I guess. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Or they're Benjamin. Justice League Dark, yeah. Well, you know how Warren Ellis is English? Yeah, he's very English. Yeah. yeah, he's very English. Why is it that he can't write an English character? Without he can't write like an English character. <laughs> he can't do it. No English person I have ever met says you sod. You I've never heard bollocking sod. You yes, you oh you absolute bollocking sod. Oh. Yeah. they all speak a bit like Americans perceive Tom Hardy to be in everything. Whoa, you bollocking sod. Oh. Is it? Is it that English people don't want to talk to Warren Ellis, so he hasn't heard another English person <laughs> speak in the last twenty years? In fairness, Michael, if you or I went into a pub and saw a large man with what can only be described as a leather cowboy hat and long leather duncher coat, mm. we would also probably not probably speak to him. Give him a wide berth, all right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'd probably just be like, I'm going to have my pint in the opposite corner to that man. Benjamin. Yeah. They've even, he's even nicked the, an X-Men. Which X-Men's he nicked? Oh, Tabitha. Oh, bloody Tabitha. What do we call it? Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Tick, tick, boom. Tick, tick, boom, Benjamin, from the x Force? X-Force? Yeah, X-Force with, with Cable. Yeah, yeah. And again, Cable is useless because he also says to Tabitha, he's like, come here and help me lift my gun. Yeah. <laughs> and it's too um, big. Can't lift it himself. Yeah, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of misogyny in this. There's a lot of misogyny in this. Heaps of misogyny, Michael. Heaps of misogyny. It does, in fairness to it, I don't see how it could be canon in any form. It is. Or is it? it? Or is it? Or isn't it? It's very difficult to take it seriously because it just gets sillier and sillier, Michael. It gets very silly, Benjamin. It's never There's explained why Dirk Anger has so much power. No. Or why he's been given this position of authority after 90 years. I tell you what, Ben, when I first read this, it, it took a lot to go, there's a lot of backstory in this that I've missed. What's going on here? But uh, I don't think we have missed it. I think it's just... I don't think we've just, missed a thing. He's made it up whole hog, Benjamin. Yeah, this this thing about the silence, you know, the religion, the the Scientology, the the loosely disguised Scientology reference. Yes, go on. You know, I've never heard of any of that. I don't know where we'd go to find that information. Do you? No, Benjamin. Yeah. What do you think of what we would call, if it were video games, the graphics? Oh, Michael, the old arts in this. Hmm. Stuart Immonen does a great superhero comic. Yeah, I think he does, Benjamin. He's a uh, He's an all-time classic. Uh, Stuart Immonen and Ben, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before. Go on. But one of my favourite comics is um, Invincible. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's a lot of uh, Stuart Immonen in Invincible. In an L. Rick Otley. Hmm. 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 What do you think that is? 
Uh, do you think Stuart Immonen co- copies Rick Otley, or do you think Rick Otley copies Stuart Immonen? I think you mean Ryan Otley. Ryan Otley, I do, yeah. Um, Rick Otley is his cousin who's not very good at drawing, actually. <laughs> he, does a, he, does a, um, he does a lot of work for Boom. <laughs> Boom's no, I, I don't necessarily think it is. I think that this is, you know, this is, this thing, this, this next wave agents of hate, Ben, this yeah. is, although Brian K. Vaughan, writer of the dreadful comic The Runaways, although he was completely wrong that it would be one of the few comics people were still talking about 15 years later, um, it is like a, it's a time capsule it of is a bit. the year 2006, 2007. Mm. And this art style is 2006, 2007. Yeah, it's where that cell-shaded kind of animation-lifted style of art came from. It was, it was very much in, Benjamin. I love the giant robot that the man becomes when, he, when the cat gets him. It's so good. That little cat will haunt my dreams. It's half Transformers... Half gone damn, uh, and he's a big police fellow as well. Yes, it's a very, it's a very big precursor to some of the problems America's currently having a kick about with. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! A bit of police brutality. A bit of uh, a bloody heaping dose of police brutality, Michael. A small little bit of police brutality, Ben. A heaping dose of it, Michael. Corruption to its core. Luckily, Benjamin, he gets his comeuppance. He does. I, I, I felt like that was a very, it's just a very interesting thing. It's quite palatable as well, Michael, because it's only two issue arcs. Very, yeah, yeah, very brief. Everything's quite in and out. Everything's quite brief. I mean, the villains themselves are quite silly. It's more of a joy to watch the team interact than anything else. You they know all what I mean? They hate each other. They all hate, they all each, hate other. each other with with much ire, Michael, built into them. <laughs> Elsa Bloodstone is just a bizarre creation. Tabitha has always been a pain in the Swiss. Mm-hmm. That's her raison d'etre. Yeah. Aaron Stack is a twat. <laughs> he's, he's no use, Ben. The captain, God bless him, is a jackass, uh, jackass extra. And then Monica Rambeau has notions. Benjamin, even the Celestials are having none of, uh, Aaron, of Aaron Stack. Stack. Yeah, you've travelled with us for 360 of your Earth cycles. Yeah, we're sick of you. Get out of here, please. We're sick of you. Get out of here, please. Mm. It's very Benjamin. sad. Yeah. Are there any other Ellisisms in this that are... I mean, obviously, the there's so much authority in this. Oh, stacks of it. There's so much, Benjamin. They're travelling in a ship that is the authority. They're, yeah. they're fighting the government like the authority. Um, I suppose, yeah, we've already covered that, haven't we? It, we have a bit. I mean... It, it, down to the character designs, there's a lot of authority. He loves a trench coat. Warren Ellis loves a trench coat. Everyone looking cool in trench coats. He'll not see anyone in anything that doesn't go past the knee. Everyone's coats go to their knees. Yeah, it's, it's not going to happen any other way. I, I thought there was a lot of potential in some of those characters, and I suppose it's very edgy of them, Michael, at the same time. Something else that dates them to 2006, the captain wears vans and cargo pants and a T-shirt, you know, to fight... Yeah, very 2006, very huge, uh, very Wars. 2006, very American pop punk. You know, mm. it's right up there. But he's uh, very much um, Benjamin. You know who he is. You know who it is that he is. Go on, tell me more. He's a uh, he's CM Punk. He's he's a bit CM Punk, isn't he? He's proper CM Punk for the time. He's very he's very wrestling CM icon punk. CM Punk. Wrestling icon Charles Montgomery Punk. It's Charles Montgomery Punk. That's exactly what he is, Michael, and that's probably fully intentional because it was written in 2006. Mm. Yeah, Benjamin. Yeah, what are you thinking though? Would you think that it would be worth sticking around for the second one? 
Oh, I'll, I'll be picking up volume two. Uh, you can read it, Michael. If you have a Kindle Unlimited subscription, it's up there on their app. It's up there on their app on Kindle Unlimited already. It's up there on already. App. You can read it if you have Kindle Unlimited. Get out Just of here. Just give it an old flick. I read it on the Kindle on, on the tram. That's what it is. Ah, very good. Benjamin. Yeah. If you were if you were enjoying this though, mm. what would you? What else would you? Would you have a look at? That's a tough one. So I I wanted to speak a little bit about the fact that I think this might be, it's it's right up there with the Deadpool era of comics, the early Deadpool era of comics, where it's wacky and zany and all over the place, uh, and it's a little bit irreverent. But it it very much belongs to that early two thousand genre of God. Superheroes are all a bit serious, aren't they? Let's let's mess around with that. Let's so, take them down a peg. If you're a Warren Ellis fan, I don't know if this will appeal to you because it's not a traditional Warren Ellis gig. Are you saying, Ben, that's why I didn't love it on further reading as an adult? No, I think you've grown out of Warren Ellis like many people who grew up with Warren Ellis have. Mm. I, I think Warren Ellis, you know, he was part of that British wave of comic books, Michael, but I don't think he's going to go down in history the same way that an Alan Moore might Right, he's or not going to be doing a BBC um, Maestro, Maestro series. series. Yeah, <laughs> they call it Maestro, Michael. Because if there's one thing the BBC has, it's bloody notions. Oh yeah, very good. But come here to me. What I mean by that is, he was certainly part of that wave, and he's kind of famous for that techno-organic future society, pushing the bounds of dimension stuff. But Grant Morrison did it first. Hmm. Oh, that's usually followed by and did it better, Ben. I didn't say that. No, you didn't. I noticed. But I implied it uh, heavily. I think, you know, he sometimes messes around with this concept of technology meets folklore and we've seen it a thousand times. The very first collecting issues that we had in this podcast, Michael, was Injection by Warren Ellis and Jordi Belair. Non-stop Warren Ellis on this podcast. Yeah, we've come full circle. It stopped being the Jeff Lemire fan cast and now it's the Warren Ellis fan cast. Or uh, what's the opposite of a fan? Begrudger. Yeah, a Begrudger podcast. <laughs> but Benjamin. Uh, yeah. Go on, now go on. Finish your thought. Finish your thought there. I think if you're looking for more things exactly like this, probably some early issues of Invincible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvel did a limited series, Ben, possibly around this time that if you like this, you might enjoy it called The Destroyer. What's Destroyer Um, about? Destroyer is about a retired superhero. And to be honest, I have it here somewhere in the collection, Ben. Of course you do. I can't put my hand on it to say who it was by. Um, But it was kind of similarly... um, It was similarly kind of... um, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Anarchic. Okay. Um, and potentially out of out of continuity. Maybe it wasn't Marvel. I'm going to need to look this up, Ben. You are. Yeah. Marvel the Destroyer. Maybe it wasn't the Destroyer. Maybe I'm mixing that up, Ben. No, it is. It is. It is. It's Marvel the Destroyer. Yeah, by Robert. It was Kirkman. It was Kirkman. It was Robert Kirkman and Corey Walker. Corey Walker, who... Um, him off the Invincibles. Him off Invincible and him off a very similar art style to um, to Stuart Immerman. No wonder it's um, hmm. occupying a kind of same position in my head. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, Ben. Yeah. If 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 you like this, but you you would if you love the concept of it and you wanted that concept to be taken a bit more seriously, 
you couldn't go wrong with either the original run of Stormwatch and the Authority or Warren Ellis's recent Stormwatch. What's it called now? Is it still uh, called Stormwatch? Wildwatch? I, I think it's no, I think it's called Stormwatch, but I think it's no, maybe it's not. Maybe it's Storm. It's Storm something, but I can't remember. I, I, I'm, it's, it's here in the collection somewhere, Benjamin. Storm Authority. Storm Authority. Warren Ellis's the Storm Authority, but it's it's still. I mean, there's still hints of comedy in all of those. Absolutely, but not but, to the degree that there is in this. But I think there's a certain amount of enjoyment to be had reading this, having read those. Because yeah. this is a parody of those. It is. So you might even get a bit more if you were to say, read those and then go back and read this again. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's a good point. If you're looking for something that's very similar in tone, team dynamics and irreverence, you might enjoy Gail Simone's Secret Six. What's that for, about? From DC. So Secret Six is, I suppose, the rejuvenation of Floyd Lawton as Deadshot. Oh, yeah. And it's him, him there from the Suicide Squads on a team with Catman, uh, Mockingbird, not Mockingbird, um... Catman, Cheshire. Who the heck is Catman? It's a B, it's it's the D-list villain squad from DC, basically. Oh, very good. Okay. Uh, and it's them on a team with the same irreverent humor and silliness. The art isn't as enjoyable. It's not as energetic and frenetic and stuff, but it's still quite good. Hmm. I mean, it would be tempting to even just say the Suicide Squad, but the Suicide Squad, maybe before the James Gunn reimagining, was always anarchic but never this meta it's it's hard finding something with the same tone like this michael because as as i've said many times before in pub chats and general academic seminars nobody licks warren ellis's butthole quite like himself no 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 he, no one else has the reach benjamin no one else can no one go else. up up like a spirally ouroboros benjamin <laughs> <laughs> I will be reading the next part, I'll tell you what. In fact, I'll do spoilers, Ben, I already have. Oh, wrecking the suspense for I've the I've wrecked listeners. the suspense, Ben. I'm not going to say anything about it, Very but good. I certainly did like it enough, part one, to read part two. Well, that's enough. That's enough, Michael. That seems to be enough. That's sometimes all you need, Benjamin. It never really went anywhere, though, because possibly because it was too irreverent. I tell you what, Michael... We certainly aren't talking about it 15 years later, except we for on this podcast. 15, other than the fact we absolutely are. So, in a Shit. way, <laughs> Brian K. Vaughan, writer of the dreadful comic The Runaways, has hoisted us by our own petard bin. Ah, we've been pipped at the post and cooked for all to hear. Oh, very good. Yeah. Uh, come here to me, Michael. I have a yes. question for the listeners. What do you? What question do you have for the listeners? What do you think of this, ladies and gentlemen? Did you ah, enjoy the this? Listeners. What do you think of this? Was this irreverent enough for you? Was it meta enough for you? Did it tickle your pickle in all the right ways? Or could you just take it or leave it and leave Warren Ellis to his own self... I don't know. What, what is that? self yeah. lichenations. Yeah. 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 self lichenations. Um Tell us in a couple of different places. You can find us on the interwebs at www.shomrabeug.com S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G.com it means a tiny room in Irish. Does indeed. You can find us on the Instagram at Collecting Issues Podcast or at um, Collecting Issues. I can't remember. You can't remember because you're never on it because there's nothing there, Ben. There's nothing there. Sh- there's nothing there. Shit. Because <laughs> um, I'm a bad, bad co-host. Anyway, uh, you can also... Hi, uh, Ben. Ben. Yeah. Ben. 
Don't there. put yourself down. You're actually quite a good co-host. You're just a terrible <laughs> social media manager. I really am. Here, come here to me, Michael. Do you know the yes. best way to get in touch with us? What is it? Get up on that Discord, baby. Hop up on there. Yeah. You can join us in two weeks' time, ladies and gentlemen, where we're going to be looking at the Image Comics uh, bloody collecting issues of the six sidekicks of Trigger Keaton. Oh, <laughs> I know what all of those words are, but I've never heard of this. Yeah, well, you're going to be reading Volume 1, Avec Moi, Michael, because I have it here, and we're going to be looking at it next week. Are we going to read it together? Are we going to have weeks. a little sit-down? Yeah, we're going to have a little sit-down. I'm going to come up to your house, and I'm going to have a little sit-down, and I'm going to read. Can we, can we put our arms around each other's shoulders and turn the pages together? Yeah, and then we'll get your good lady friend to take a picture of us, and we'll oh, put it lovely. up on the Instagram. Oh, so the, it'll be nice. The, the listeners will love that. They'll really like that sense of harmony and getting alongness. Oh, people love that, Benjamin. Very they do. Good. That's it from us, ladies and gentlemen. Michael and I are off to skip and hold hands in a field of flowers and daisies. Bye-bye. See you in two weeks in the next episode of Collecting Issues, the bi-weekly comic book, book club. Nailed it. <laughs>